Yeah, hello, my name is BT Chap. You can follow me on Twitter at Mastodon. My handle is BTCHAP or BT Chap. And today I'm gonna talk with you a little bit about Bitcoin, why we need it, what are its benefits, what are the disadvantages of fiat currencies in gold, how to buy it and how to store it safely and I'm trying to like cover all those aspects, those basic aspects a little bit. I recognized in the last few weeks an increasing interest in Bitcoin and I assume that there are a lot of questions out there from, from, different, um, from different people that are relatively new to the topic and I hope that I will be able to like support you a little bit and, and give you some, some, yeah, some help or some advice. Um, in case you have any questions just ping me quickly in Twitter or in um, Mastodon. So the first thing you will have to clarify for yourself is why would Bitcoin be a better alternative to, for instance, the dollar, the euro, the yuan, the British pound? This question is the very core of um, the value proposal of Bitcoin and it boils basically down to its limited supply. So central banks can at any time increase the monetary supply. They can print dollars, they can print pounds. What they cannot do is create new Bitcoins. Bitcoin's um, maximum amount of units that will ever be created will be 21 million. And that makes it a very interesting concept because um, no one is going to be able to inflate the supply. What I'm getting asked a lot is, why is it not possible to inflate the supply of Bitcoin? Well, I mean, if you would start to create a blockchain that has more than 21 million Bitcoins, then this is not anymore the Bitcoin blockchain. You would basically violate the law of the Bitcoin protocol and you would then create something that is called in the Bitcoin sphere a shitcoin, which means a fork of the original Bitcoin um, blockchain. And this Bitcoin uh, or this, this blockchain would not in any way resemble the original bitcoin so you can of course since the bitcoin code is open source like clone it or copy it but the whole network effect would be gone you would not be able to transact in the real bitcoin blockchain your new created coin will not be listed on any exchanges you will have zero liquidity nobody would be able to um, transact with it because there will not be any nodes so if you are trying to change the monetary supply of bitcoin you're committing a fraud and this fraud will be detected by the network and your transactions will be null and void. This is nothing new and this happened several times already. We saw Bitcoin Satoshi's uh, vision, I guess it's called this uh, shitcoin that was created by Craig Wright and we saw Bitcoin Cash or Bitcoin ABC, Bitcoin Diamond, Bitcoin Gold, Bitcoin Private. Um, there are so many Bitcoin forks out there that it's like really hard to t keep track but there is only one real Bitcoin. Its ticker symbol is BTC and it's the only real deal. And this one is limited to 21 million. If you're buying any other of those uh, I mentioned already, you don't know what you're getting into. You don't know if the money supply is fixed. You don't know who holds a major share of the coins. All those kinds of, of things make make it basically make, make those coins um, yeah, useless shit coins. And there's another thing. So you would also, you can also argue that it would be possible for you to buy gold and gold is also very scarce well that is true but for gold this situation is a little bit different if the gold price rises it is possible to continue to exploit previously unprofitable gold deposits and so theoretically even astro mining is possible which means you could even mine on asteroids if the gold price 
like justifies this sort of effort. This means that gold is in no case as rare as it is conjured by various people. You should always be aware gold can and will be mined to a larger extent if the price rises. Bitcoin, however, will be limited to 21 million BTC and this supply will never change. So get yours while they are still cheap. Disclaimer, this is not investment advice. Another thing that is probably even more sinister um, is the fact that if you're being paid in fiat currencies, you're, you're basically bartering your lifetime for money. The sinister thing about that is that this medium of exchange is being devalued by money printing of the central banks. So the more money is in circulation, the less worth will be the dollar bill in your pocket. And there are some certain intricacies to that that I'm going to elaborate a little bit on. So the way I see it, money printing is unethical since the ones that who profit the most from it are the ones that can access the freshly printed money right at the beginning, such as bankers or big companies. They get loans and make investments and prices start to rise, even though the rest of the population has not received any of the new money yet. This part of the population usually is the one with not too much money. Nonetheless, they have to pay the higher prices, even though they have not profited from the increase in money at all. Actually, they will never profit from money printing the same way as the ones who received the money first. This results in a redistribution from the poor to the rich, which in turn leads to fragmentation of society, to the disappearance of the middle class and ultimately to protests and riots, as we see all over the world at the moment. So if you want to opt out of that system, Bitcoin could be a possible scenario, since the issuance of Bitcoin is not controlled by any government and Bitcoin is an opportunity to peacefully protest against the expansive monetary policy with all its negative consequences. Another thing that is important is the hardest money always wins. So that means if you have hard money, some money that can't be reproduced by central banks or that can't be created out of thin air, this the capital globally is going to gravitate towards this money. That's the reason why the Bitcoin price rises, because more and more people are abolishing their fiat currencies um, or other assets in order to buy Bitcoin. And since the supply is limited, there is only one way for the price to go, and that is up. This is sometimes called Bitcoin's inherent number go up mechanism, which is a funny way of saying it. So why is this the case? Let me talk a little bit about uh, historic examples where this played out in very sinister ways. So back in the days, in Africa, they were using glass beads in order to transact. And the glass beads were scarce. You could find them on the floor, but they were basically created um, because of volcanic, or volcanic eruptions. So they were very scarce. And the people were using those as a medium of exchange because it was a hard money that couldn't be created by the people. Once the Europeans arrived in Africa, they recognized that you could barter land, goods, and even people and human beings in exchange for those beads. And that was a game changer because the Europeans were able to create or to make beads. So they, what they did is they made, created beads, shipped them to Africa, and bought with those useless beads huge amounts of land and were basically able to like, yeah, dominate 
this continent simply by forging the currency. So this is something that can happen to anybody who is at the moment using the dollar or any fiat currency because the fiat currency you're using is not as hard as Bitcoin. Gold is not as hard money, as sound money as Bitcoin is. So as soon as the people start understanding that there is no harder currency than Bitcoin, the capital is going to gravitate towards Bitcoin. And this is something that is inevitable. Even people that are not believing in Bitcoin or don't care about Bitcoin will sooner or later be forced to buy it simply to avoid that they're slipping into poverty. The earlier you understand that, the better you off you will be because then you can buy those coins while they're still cheap.